All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of The Less Stressed Life, where we teach exhausted and burnt out adults the truth about adrenal fatigue so that they can get their health back quickly. And I'm joined by a repeat guest, Robbie Bessner. He is the chief science officer, the device developer, and co-founder of Therasage, a premier infrared healing products and recognized as a world leader in infrared technology. He is also a prestigious Hippocrates Health Institute uh, educational committee member and a presenter at many, many medical integrative and anti-aging health conferences. And I'm just so excited I can go on and on, Robbie, but I only have a couple of short moments to get as much information as we can. And we want to start the interview and get into the good stuff. So thanks so much for being here today. My goodness, Joel, uh, I love meeting and seeing you again and talking to you about the latest things that we're doing. And certainly, I really appreciate the opportunity to just address uh, our new technology, the things that we're doing, and share that with your community. Yeah, no, I appreciate you being here as well. Uh, it's always a wealth of information. And I, like I said, I, I it was it like the Wizard of Oz, I call you sort of like the, the guy with the gadgets that it's always coming up with new innovative technology. And I had a client of mine ask me about your, your technology and ask me about the EMF harmonizer. And I was like, wait a minute, what, what, I don't even know about this. So um, you said you've been, it's been in your, in your, in your systems for a while or in your products for a while, but now it's a standalone. So kind of give us the genesis of why, how, what, where, and what it does. So people that are potentially exhausted and burnt out don't realize that these things that are in our environment are impacting them and how you're able to remediate those things. Right. Okay. So just from an educational, pure educational point of view, um, there are so many different kinds of stressors in our lives. And, you know, you being the, the adrenal ninja and the expert <laughs> in that category certainly can speak volumes to how the epigenetics, our environment, different things, how it affects us and how our bodies actually manifest it in some kind of physical um, not even necessarily disease, but certainly some kind of health challenge, symptom of sort. Uh, we've got this animal out there that is in our room. It's a 500 pound elephant. It's these exogenous frequencies. You can't smell them. You can't taste them. You can't see them. You can't hear them. Yet it's another big stressor out there. Um, and as we're seeing deeper into research, particularly with the pandemic and the challenges we're having, it seems like microorganisms, that would be candida, parasites, mold, that whole category, they get activated by these exogenous frequencies, the, the man-made frequencies, electromagnetic fields, EMF, and most people know about that, have heard the term. Um, and then there's other culprits. One would be that we're focusing on now, which is ELF, extreme low frequencies, or the kind of the street name for it is dirty electricity. People have heard of that, but they don't quite know what it means. Ultimately, what these frequencies do as all wavelengths, whether it's light or sound, electric frequencies, magnetic frequencies, they're wavelengths and they, they oscillate, they move in a certain direction and they also have certain amplitudes of power. And um, the problem with that, particularly with EMF and ELF is that these frequencies and RF, those are radio frequencies, by the way, like 24 gigahertz portable phones, for instance. And we're talking about Bluetooth or wireless devices. 
for instance. Um, so all of these frequencies oscillate about 80 to 100 times higher than our body frequency. Each of us are little body batteries. It, every cell in our body is a battery and, and we have a frequency. In the past, like in the 60s, it was called an aura. Now it's called like, I forget what they call it, a biofield. That's the, that's the modern term. But essentially we have a field of energy that surrounds all of us, almost like a safety net. And it allows our body to actually perceive things in a different way than just sight, sound, and smell and taste. So this is all good information. Our brain all processes it. And most of it is done without us even thinking about it, frankly. So EMF became a category for me because any device that is plugged into a wall will generate a magnetic field, an electromagnetic field that uses alternating current which is basically the sockets that we have in the US that everybody plugs devices into. So if Robbie Bessner, device developer of Therasage is making healthy devices that help the body heal and they plug in like the infrared sauna or the healing pads and so forth, I'm delivering great technology, but I'm also using electricity to do it. So am I generating an EMF? And what is the impact? How does it impact the integrity of the devices that we're making in terms of the way our body interprets it and delivers that great, you know, sun energy um, to the to the body. <clears throat> so, 20 years ago, when I got on this notion and research, I really didn't kind of think that the cell phone business would get as enormous as it has, and Bluetooth wireless everything, and and you know, hybrid cars and Tesla battery operated cars and and uh, hot spots. I mean, I didn't really think that futuristic or that in that magnitude. <clears throat> I just knew that inherently there would be a conflict with our body and man-made frequencies that are outside the realm of nature in a sense. And so I said, well, if I'm gonna do the best job in delivering sun energy, infrared frequencies in my devices, then aren't I sort of getting in my own way by delivering it through a system that's also delivering EMF? And the answer there is yes, we're conflicted. So I decided to sort of school myself and develop remediating technology that would actually take care of the EMF problem, okay? And most of that is what all the solutions, not all, but most of the solutions out there, they shield and they block, okay? They shield an EMF or an ELF or they block it. Now, the problem with that is that it's reactive, meaning they come out with 3G, I dial in my answer, my solution for 3G, I get it completely integrated in my devices. As soon as it's integrated, boom, they come out with 4G. Now I got to dial it up, boom, they come out with 5G and so on. And, you know, truth be told, we look up at the cell towers and we think that they're mostly just maybe 3 or 5G, but the government, our government and our, our armed forces... Bless you. God bless you. They're using 7 and 10G now. So even though those towers, those towers aren't just 5G, they're sending out way more powerful frequencies than, than what general public thinks is, come, is going on or is going on. Okay, so that being said, um, I got pretty good at remediating, but it really always bothered me that I was always reacting to something rather than being proactive. And so one of my latest opuses, you, you talk about, you know, 
I forget what you call me, <laughs> but you know, the, the latest technology that I, Charlie, um, Willy Wonka. Yeah. Well, yeah. Willy Wonka. And someone else coined a phrase and said, I was the Steve jobs of infrared. I, that's kind of a cool, interesting way to look <laughs> at it, you know, but the truth is, is that I'm just a regular guy. I'm a scientist. I am very lucky. I'm fortunate that I am dedicated my life um, and my business acumen to developing these devices. And I have the wherewithal to keep dialing up my technology. I don't have to go to a committee to ask permission to, in, to employ, research and employ the latest and the greatest of everything that we do. And that's part of my thing. So, so I kept on bothering me. And, and this is over 15 years now that we were really effective at shielding and blocking like most of the other people out there. <clears throat> but it bothered me that we weren't anticipating or looking forward or actually doing something proactive. And that's when I stumbled on a concept called harmonizing. And if you go to our website, the latest um, uh, solutions for EMF that we broke out that technology is already integrated in our saunas and our healing pads and the materials that we use. But now we have a standalone product that we call um, TheraProtect or Thera EMF Protect. And essentially it's a... Um, particular kind of hologram. It's like a sticker. It looks like a sticker, but it's a material, very particular material that we can actually imprint certain frequencies. And a lot of them are earthing frequencies like the earth charge and esophageal frequencies and 432 Hertz and so forth. We can, we can record and imprint these frequencies on this little chip or it's a chip, but it's really a hologram. And they hold and, and hold those frequencies and they emanate those frequencies. So if you stick one on your cell phone or you stick it on your tablet or your laptop um, or a device that's generating EMF, like your uh, network router, for instance, things like that, it will actually generate a frequency that supports your body field, your safety net. So now it's kind of like... Um, uh, where it's, an like, EMF is, it's like the Aikido of EMFs, right? Yes. I mean, because Aikido is like using that person's momentum and their force instead of being reactive, you're using it to go against them. It's like the Aikido of EMFs is really exactly. what it's like. Yeah. It's exactly well and well put, yeah. Um, yeah. Joel. So, so the, the thing about that is that we should know, everybody out there should know that the problem with EMF isn't the EMF itself. It is that it oscillates higher, but it's that we can't defend ourselves against it. Our shield isn't strong enough. So that's when it becomes a stressor. And when we're immersed in intensity of EMF, then it collapses our biofield. And now rather than having a field of energy protecting us, that's maybe three feet around us, it's now right on our bodies. And if the EMF is strong enough and keeps pounding enough, it now becomes another stressor that again affects our epigenetics, which could be our real genetics like our DNA and, and RNA, or it could be simply just a stressor just to you know, kind of squash your immune system so that you become more susceptible to pathogens. And, or it could just be that it brings out another genetic proclivity that you, you may have that you may never, that was recessive, that you may never seen before, but now you've got this other stressor, modern stressor, you know? And so I'm really loving this harmonization piece 
and the work that we're doing in this area because it just goes on. There are so many fruitful frequencies, just like food that we eat that's organic, that, that is so healthy and important for our nutrition. So are these frequencies that are in nature that are all around us. Now we've already done that as a company. We incorporate jade stone and, and different kinds of earth elements in our products. That's the same idea. These stones and these natural earth elements, they generate frequencies that are very common and important for our bodies to be healthy, but we don't get them anymore. We're starved from them because we're modern. We wear shoes. We don't touch the earth anymore. I know you're different because I see you out walking every day and I know that you're wearing sneakers. So even though you're walking, um, you're not touching the earth. The sole of that rubber sole is actually insulating you. So even though you're close to the earth, you're not grounded as if you would be if you were barefoot walking in the sand or just going on your lawn in front or maybe even hugging a tree. It sounds funny, um, but that tree is planted into the ground. Those roots are grounded. And when you hug that tree, you bring that earth charge into you and that balances your body battery and it fortifies that field around you. And so what we've done is taken a page out of um, nature's playbook. We've loaded up between 100 and 200 frequencies on these little chips. And then we make it, as we do with all of our other devices and products, we make it affordable so that people can get them, use them, and create a healthy and happy environment for, their, for them to thrive in. So I know it's a long-winded backdrop, but that's kind of like what brought me the genesis to where we are now on this topic. Yeah, I know it's awesome information. There's so many angles we can go. I'll just sort of add from what I, what I do, Robbie, is, uh, you know, I help people that are exhausted and burnt out and the term adrenal fatigue is not accepted. So then they go back and they call it an HPA axis dysfunction. And I've even told you, as you know, that it goes deeper than that. It, it impacts the ability of the cells just to produce energy at the cellular level. So you could look at it as a mitochondrial fatigue. But as we unravel the science, we know that mast cells are activated from the environment and EMFs are such a thing that activate the mast cells and mast cells produce free radicals like superoxides and hydrogen peroxides and histamines and cytokines. And all of those things will damage the DNA. And it's really weird. It's, it's like, it's like, bi it's like physics is like the redheaded stepchild when it comes to health practices, because we all understand the biology and the chemistry. But when you start talking about frequencies and wavelengths, you start getting kind of woo woo with people that don't understand it, but you're really not because it's a branch of the sciences, right? So yeah. as far as I'm curious, what, how, how far, like, what's the, like, if you, what's the coverage point of, of how those harmonizers work if you have them in your home? Yeah. Uh, well, we make a few different applications. So the ones that stick on your phones and, and sell uh, tablets and laptops and so forth, they're generally three meters around, basically nine feet around you, over and, you know, in front and behind and so forth. We do make what we call a home harmonizer, which uses three um, of these holograms. And uh, that goes on what looks like a uh, nightlight. And you plug that into the wall and it generates a signal 2,500 feet. So, but it is a single plane um, signal, meaning that if you have a split level, you'd have to get 
one on the second level, it'll go on one plane 2,500 feet, but not upstairs or downstairs. So of course you could always unplug it and move it if you want. Um, now, it not only sends out that signal that reinforces all living, that's dogs, plants, people, little people, everybody, but it also cleans the electricity that's on the power line that's feeding that socket. So that will influence the dirty electricity that might be coming from a different appliance that might be plugged into that same, same socket. So um, same principle, it's all about fortifying our own bodies and our own fields so that we can protect ourselves the way nature and our deliverer actually created, you know, what, how it was created for us to work. How do you determine the different frequencies? Do you have a setting on there to switch or what, how does no, that No, 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 no. <laughs> That's me. Um, and basically in my research, I've, I have I locked on and identified what are the important frequencies that creates a uh, sustainable life system. And that's what we're employing in, in you, our- You said you have three different frequencies or uh, hundreds of different frequencies? No, hundreds, there's hundreds. It takes more than two weeks to program these chips. So it's a chip in there that gets programmed and it emits simultaneously all these different frequencies? That's correct. Gotcha, that's awesome. That's really cool stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I got to get one. So that's really cool. But what I really like about that too, is that, you, you know, we've had a couple of interviews in the past, which I'll send links for people to listen to in terms of infrared and, and the frequencies and why that's so important. And so many people do have that concern, like you said, and as a conscientious producer, uh, uh, that you want to make sure that your product is not having five pluses and four negatives, right? You want to have a net plus. And I love the concept of, well, how do we not block or shield, but how do we Aikido the, the thing so that it, we work with it? Are a lot of other infer, I mean, I, I look at it as you, you're not worried about competition because you can in, innovate faster than they can copy, right? Which is kind of cool. But are there other technologies in infrareds that are employing these th remedial devices or blocking devices or not even things that harmonize at all? I don't know of any other um, device developer that is harmonizing today to date. Got you. Um, and frankly, we started this research basically almost about three years ago, but I really started jamming on it two years ago in terms of creating a production model that I could do in integrate. And like normal for Therisage, we often employ, incorporate, upgrade our technology without upcharging, without doing anything. Like we'll, we do it because it's the right thing to do, Dr. Joel. And, and frankly, sometimes it takes us a year or so or more before we collect enough upgrades where we, we really feel it needs to impact the cost of our goods. We wanna keep our cost of goods very low um, to the consumer, their, their right. cost. So, so as it is with this, we've been sticking, we've been using these stickers, we've been integrating um, imprinting and these frequencies now for almost two years. Uh, the breakout of just the individual product is relatively new within the last year, year, year and a half or so. Um, and it's, it's important. We do have other people in the infrared sauna business that 
we were one, really, honestly, I'm being humble about this. We were one of the first on the block 15 or 18 years ago to identify EMF as being a problem. And, and, and even though we got a lot of pushback from the medical community and healthcare community, what is an EMF? I'm not bothering with that. I just, I have my cell phones. I don't care. You know, um, it's a problem. And now it's becoming more, um, uh, more important for people to, that people are noticing. And so that's part of my challenge because I'm forward thinking. And because I, when I developed the EMF stuff 20, 15 to 20 years ago, I was what I thought was five to seven years ahead of my time. And that's the way I see this, um, this frequency uh, harmonizing technology because it, we can prove it in science. I can show with HRV, with blood, live blood cell analysis, I can do kinesiology. There are a lot of ways for me to show you that when you have one of my holograms, one of my EMF devices, protection devices on you, it will actually build your field and make you stronger. We can, we can do that and we have done that. In fact, we did a, um, what was very close to a clinical trial or an IR, IRB where we recruited, um, you know, 11 to 12 practitioners, 15 patients, about 150 to 175 um, participants. And we showed that our technology can improve um, the body strength and the body field. We've pro proven it. So, so, but because it's not quite mainstream, certainly five years ago, it was less mainstream. This is quantum physics. And not everybody's read, the public isn't truly ready for it yet, you know? And so, I just do it because it's the right thing. And then we start educating slowly as through different kinds of interviews like today and slowly get people become aware of that these forces in nature exist, that you can harness them and you can bring them around you just as they have with the negative sides of things. We can also bring positive things around you. You just have to be aware that they exist, understand how you can get them and then of course, ask the right questions as you are today. Um, and then eventually make a choice and then just see how, how it affects you and your family. And, and it's important. Like a, another great example, the new mother, she brings her child home. The child's two days old, right? She can't wait to get into her jeans. The first thing she buys is one of these wireless devices that's a camera and a, and a microphone on the child and then a remote camera or screen and you know uh, speaker so that they can see and hear their child sleeping or if they need attention well that's an rf signal this child's brain has not even formed yet the connected dots the neural pathways they, they they're still forming up until the age of 18 or 20. now don't you think that all of these exogenous frequencies that don't belong in that room with that baby which are part of that and, and I'm not saying this, to, I'm not critical. I'm not coming from a place of judgment. If you're a new mother and you're listening and you have one of those devices, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. I'm just saying you you probably don't even understand what those frequencies might be doing to your child. And if you did know, you might think twice about actually having that device that close to your child because it's basically not going to help in, in any way. In fact, it probably goes in the other direction. So... So these are common things because the companies that make cell phones, the companies that make all these devices, they don't really give a hoot about your health. They're just looking about 
the faster streaming, the faster gaming, the faster this, the faster that, right? <clears throat> and truth be told, the two committees that, that opine, that actually regulate is the FTC, the Trade Commission, and the um, FCC, the Communication Commission. Those, th those are the companies or the commissions that are government regulated that actually determine what frequencies can go in these devices. Guess how many people are health-minded that sit on the board of those companies or those committees that make those decisions. That, that actually, they are none, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There aren't any because they're not concerned about your health. And that's unfortunate. But I am concerned about the, your health and so are you. And everybody out there should be concerned about their health and take responsibility for their health. So if you're using a cell phone or you're driving a Tesla, that's wonderful. I, I applaud you but do it responsibly and understand that there are some negative effects that may happen, which is part of our discussion today, and then take action as to the simple things and affordable things that you can do to fix it. So in the Tesla, you would use the nine foot or the three foot radius for the Tesla for that? The harmonizer, uh, yeah, or? but we put it, depending on which one, we probably have one or two of them, you know, in two different locations. Right. So, so let me ask you this because it, it all leads to a very slippery slope. I know it does. And I know like ignorance sometimes is bliss for people to not want to know about these things, but also knowing the information, being a concerned, conscientious person can be like almost like anxiety producing, right? Because to know like not even 5G, like 7G is being emitted from these towers. Like I think about the weapons that they've used that I used to see on 60 Minutes where they showed how like you can throw a frequency into a crowd and cause them to disperse. That's a pretty good idea of what frequencies can do to your body, let alone- What about, yeah. what about the HARP program? What about all these weather devices? They're shooting frequencies into our atmosphere and changing our weather. I mean, that's right. how powerful these frequencies are in terms of a force of nature, being a force of nature. Well, how, I mean, so, I mean, I guess I don't want to go too down this rabbit hole, but I guess how does it, how were you able to deal with the hypocrisy and the lack of caring and most importantly, the greed of wanting to make gazillions of dollars at the risk of our own health. And at the same time, you know, put, pointing your finger at other things that, you know, you're kind of wagging the tail kind of thing. Like, how, how do you deal with that? I just as a personal friend, like, I, like, I don't, do you, yeah, I honestly don't focus on things I have no control over, Joel. So so why get frustrated about a government agency or a failed community or a failed um, healthcare system? You know, work on the solutions to all these because that affects you and I and our families day to day, every day. And so that's what I, that's where I stay centered. And it's really easy when you really immerse, for me anyway, when I really dive deep into my research and my development and then creating the collateral materials to help people understand how important this work is. You know, that's, I'm not distracted by any of that. In, in terms of, from my world, that's all noise. And I right. just block that noise out and stay focused, laser focused on the things that I feel are important.
Yeah, like the Gandhi of frequency, right? I mean, at the end of the day, like, but you know what I would say, though, Robbie, let me ask you this. So talking about the, the studies, and, and, I, and I know in terms of, okay, explain to the user or the listener here, like the statistical significant findings of being able to track and baseline someone's stress response in way of HRV. The lower it is, the more you're under sympathetic dominance. The higher it is, you, you, your parasympathetic system is, is improving and you're not under stress. And that's the outcome you're looking for in terms of if you start with a theory and you're able to measure A and then measure A again and give something as a stimulus to see what changes A. And if it gets better, <laughs> it's improving. If it gets worse, it's not. What actually, what, what did you guys discover with what you with the, some of the products that you have? Well, the study is published and I'm happy to give you the link so you can forward that on. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yep. Um, so, you know, I took a very, very straightforward clinical approach to the study. Um, so we set up all the rules and some of them you just identified. So we have a baseline, how you are coming in for the day. And then we introduced the stressor, which was in this case, an EMF stressor. Then we do another HRV, heart rate variability. And like you mentioned, but in lay terms, we're basically measuring the way that your heart reacts to stimulus. So for people out there that don't know about heart rate variability, imagine like if you know, you were in a jungle or you were just camping and all of a sudden a, a big animal came up, you know, close to you, your heart would go, ah, just basically come out of your chest because you were nervous and scared. That's called fight and fight or flight. So you're either going to fight that animal or you're going to run as fast as you can in the other direction, right? That's what we call sympathetic or sympathetic dominance. And, and in today's world, we have that stress just with you know what's going on with the pandemic and just our normal lifestyle, trying to life lives these days, trying to survive, right? Um, so we're all feeling that in one way or another. And the longer you stay in that that mode of being at the edge of your seat, being anxious, the brain starts to say, like any chronic ailment, maybe this is the way you're supposed to be for the rest of your life. But we all know it's not right, and so. So there's actually a, a variance of the time it takes for your heart to go from an excited state to a calm state. And that's what we're measuring. So a healthy heart, a healthy autonomic nervous system will easily and quickly transition from being excited to being calm. And that's when you'd get a, a higher HRV score. And generally that's an, a younger person. The older you get, the slower it is for your heart to like readjust back. And so that, that would bode for a little bit lower score. Because we have developed proprietary heart rate variability um, technology, and we use that to measure all of our devices to make sure that they are actually meeting our specifications, we were able to employ that, that system in analyzing EMF with this particular device that we were looking at. So we measure your first base level, like coming through the door. We introduce the stress, which is the EMF. We take another measurement. We measure the difference between your normal state coming in and your excited state from the EMF. And so generally speaking, and about 96% of the time, that EMF caused your body physiology to actually decline greatly. And in some cases between 25 and 30%. 
So you had less power, you had less life, you had less um, vitality. Okay. Because you were more sympathetically driven, right? Meaning like you were in that sympathetic stress, not so much less, but you were ramped up, but there was less variance between your beat beats and you were more, your vitality was, was impacted. Right. Another way to look at it is you just have so much energy in a given day and the body and the brain, what it does (laughs) is it kind of like the, it's like the command module where it takes that energy and decides to parcel it out to the areas that your body needs the most of. So maybe 30% of that energy that every day when you wake up is, is used for, you know, just for body functions, breathing, thinking, eating, drinking, whatever things you don't think about. And I know we're running kind of short on time. So let's be, let's, let's get down to the, I love that. I love the information. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so what does the brain do with the rest of it? Well, if you're sick, it's sending an army of energy to try to get you better. If you just injured yourself with acute injury, it's sending an army of energy to fix your elbow where, wherever you hurt yourself. So, so when I talk about vitality and total power and it's diminishing by 30%, that's that free energy that should normally be there so that you could run faster, jump higher, you know, be happy, like just be present, stuff like that. Now that energy is being diverted to try to maintain homeostasis, which is sort of equilibrium in your body energetically to fight off the effects of this EMF and these exogenous frequencies around you. That's the culprit. Because if you run out of resources, you run out of total energy, what happens to your field? It starts to collapse because you can't, you don't have enough energy to keep it out there to, to keep away all these frequencies that are actually hurting you, you know? Anyway, um, I, I, uh, I think it's super important that people become more aware of this. We've developed technology that you can slap on a device to remediate, but truth be told, kick off your shoes and walk in the sand, kick off your shoes and walk on the beach or I'm sorry, on your front lawn and hug an oak tree and all that stuff. And, just get connected to earth and nature again. That's the true natural way to fix this. We've just modernized it and put it in ways that we can kind of fix our devices and patch up the, the areas of our lifestyles, modern lifestyles that are affecting us on a health way, in a healthy way, or our health, it affects our health. Um, and so we can still have the comfort of all those devices without it affecting our health. And that's really what our end game is here. Yeah, no, I mean, I love your the way you use the analogy. And I mean, uh, Hans Selye called that adaptive energy. And ultimately, you're talking about metabolic reserves, and you have a certain amount of metabolic reserve for a given day. And ultimately, you don't want to spend it fleeing from tigers or fleeing from EMFs. Um, so to you know, finish off that study, basically, when you would then see the baseline go down or that adaptive energy right, 20 to 30 percent then right. we would then bring the emf solution stick it on the person's body then take another scan and 97 percent right. of the people came back to their original strength so they gained back that 30 percent and in about 35 percent of the uh there was two percent 
like a very small amount of people that it just barely made it to get them back to normal. But most often it actually enhanced their body strength by somewhere around 20 to 25%. So they swung back almost 50% from, from their low, which was the negative effects of the EMF, how it affected them. And that was pretty significant. Actually, the statistician that we hired to actually take all the data and put it into a, into a, a formidable assay um, couldn't believe the results. And they were, they, he, they were, some of them were so, you know, two, three, 100% difference was so strong that I said, this is incredible. People are not gonna believe the study, you know? And so let's knock those numbers out because they're just too high. And he said, you know, Robbie, you, the good, the bad, the ugly, you can't knock anything out. It is what it is. So we reported as we were supposed to all the results and they really were, it was truly amazing. And that, and that was the pendant? Correct. Yeah, that was a pendant. Okay. Awesome. I mean, listen, I, I love talking this with, with this stuff with you. What's, I, I always uh, like, I got to have some kind of insider secret privileges. What's with, with, you know, like, because we're just you and I talking, no one else is listening. What else do you have coming down the pike? I'm always interested to know in terms of R and D what's, what's going on, what's new and upcoming for you guys. Well, um, as you probably know, we've developed a specialized light uh, LED light emitting d- device or diode, and it goes in a trilight. The name of it's trilight because we have three distinct frequencies in every diode, which is really something unique from an engineering point of view. Generally, LEDs are monochromatic, which means there's a single frequency assigned to each bulb. We have three frequencies in every bulb, so we are three times more light energy emitting than most other diodes. I'd say close to all the other diodes on the market. Um, And that's what's important because we're looking as infrared specialists, we're looking to get these special frequencies into our bodies. So the more and the more intense we can send those frequencies in, the more it's going to help us on a cell level. And it's so important. Um, The latest edition of the trilight is actually a, cap that you wear that helps with both traumatic brain injury, TBI, and any neuroplasmatic um, differentials. And it also helps with regrowing hair. So that's our latest, our latest opus on that, on that. The trilights, they go into the infrareds or those? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's awesome. Now you got the scoop before anybody, because I'm I'm not not going to talk talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We, we got to have privilege. Membership has to have its privileges, right? I mean, at the end of the day. So that's always awesome. Hey, listen, I mean, I'm going to switch up. I usually ask a different question. I usually ask, hey, what would you tell a younger Robbie that you didn't know then that you know now? But I would say what's most surprising to you in the evolution of Robbie and where you've started with and where you are now? And, you know, kind of like, had this, like, what would be the biggest surprise in terms of if you look around and like, kind of take a look at where you are now, whereas where maybe you thought you would have been, um, whether mentally, physically, spiritually, what, what would you say the biggest surprises for you there? Um, you know, I wake up every morning feeling blessed that I've been given a new breath and the opportunity to use my resources, my 
brain, my intuition, and how I'm guided by the surrounded by the voices in my head, my my guidances. I am amazed uh, of, and I'm blessed to have the ability to connect to my higher power and to use that information in, in the development of the things that that I make and I do, and that I'm that I'm gifted and I, and I have the ability to actually bring it into your home. That's going to make a difference to you and your family to allow you guys to live the life that you're supposed to live, to find your purpose, find your bliss, and be able to live that in a healthy and, and well manner. Contra to everything else that's around us these days, a broken healthcare system, challenges with the economy, like all these other things that are going on, is I think are things that are preventing us from actually finding our bliss because we're so concerned, we're so nervous, we're so this, we're so that, right? So we've lost focus on the real game, okay? In my mind. Anyway, um, the younger Robbie always communicated with his higher power, but didn't always listen. Gotcha. And in my 30s, I decided that the higher power is smarter than me. So it's time to start to listen to what they're saying, not just listen like it's chatter. And so I really put that to the test and I do it every day. I'm constantly interviewing and asking myself, is this right? And getting downloads that tell me I'm on the right track. And you know what? Then the world keeps turning and creating new opportunities and creating new ways to keep dialing up what we do. That's awesome. And I, and I think what's really great is I think you've used frequencies proactively to help other people, but also to help you help other people too. So that, that's awesome. Hey, Robbie, I always appreciate these interviews. What I'll do is I'll have links to be able to how to see how to get these, these products into their own homes. And I always look forward to our next conversation. So um, yeah. I wish you and Mel Melody the best in, in the future and uh, look forward to hearing about all the great things that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. And, you know, we should do a special offering or a bundle or something for your community so that they sure. get incentivized, not just to listen in and hear more, but also maybe take a try at some of the things that we're doing and bring it into their houses and experience the stuff that we're that we're about. Yeah, well, what do you I mean, we could talk off air. Or do you want to kind of just throw something out there like a special bundle or you want, no, what do you want? I, yeah, it's not my area. <laughs> it's melody. okay we'll figure it out once we figure out what the special bundle is then i'll post it on my socials and then people will be able to get access to that totally that's just the way to do it awesome thanks robbie my pleasure great great being here today and uh, appreciate being here thanks for tuning into today's show if you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our adrenal awakening program here's what to do next Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. 
We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.